Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Good evening, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life, on Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Central Time. I'm really excited about tonight's topic, especially as we recently began a new year, and many of us, including myself, make up New Year's resolutions. And one of the most common resolutions that uh, many people, including myself again, uh, create is losing weight. I have probably been more proactive on this myself more than ever. Uh, I'm definitely not near my goal yet. I will be humbled and tell you I still have a long ways to go. However, I've been more proactive, and I'm really excited because we have a special guest. Uh, His name is Will Cohen. I'm about to bring on air, an awesome guy that I actually ironically met through taking a stand-up comedy class at uh, the Improv in Addison, Texas, near Dallas, with teacher Dean Lewis. And I never, ever could have imagined that Will ever was overweight until the other day when he posted pictures on Facebook, and I was like, no way. He had no idea how much encouragement that gave me, and I'm sure many others, just seeing this before and after pictures he posted, as well as his own weight loss journey, his story, uh, and much more, I think, gets a lot deeper, as you'll see tonight, uh, not just about losing weight, but your willpower, the power of the mind, many great things that we can accomplish through through that. So I'm going to bring him on the air now and get into it, but again, like I said, it's the first time I've uh, started losing weight, actually, since my own uh, hysterectomy in 2003, I started going to the gym, started being more proactive, and I think I'm going to ask Will this. I think it might be power of the mind, too. I think it's the first time I actually believed I could lose weight and had more self-discipline. But anyway, let me get him on air. Cohen, are you there? I'm here. Hi, how are you doing tonight? Good, how about you? I am great. First of all, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I I couldn't get over once I saw, like I was saying, you know, your before and after pictures and immediately went to your blog and your video. I was like, I have to know more. I have to know how in the world did he pull this off. It's amazing. So uh, first of all, I always like to kind of do an introduction. If you don't mind just telling people just a little bit about your background and, and then go from there, you know, how your weight loss journey first began and, and going forward, and then we'll ask a few questions and such. Okay, that sounds good. Um, I really liked your introduction, by the way. Um, okay. I I basically um, grew up in a small town uh, north of McKinney, and I <clears throat> grew up with, like, a single dad, and my mom was, like, kind of out of the picture. I, I visited her every once in a while. Um, my dad's been overweight his whole life, and um, he still is very overweight. And so I was raised with that sort of, like, eating habits, and that sort of stuff was very normal. Uh, most of the people in my family are overweight. Um, I would say like 80% of them. And um, I was raised in a small town in the country, only child. And um, I didn't have a lot of uh, good role models as far as like weight goes. And I basically went... I, I, I always looked up to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I always looked oh, up to cool. you know, he's so like he's so like um, he's the action hero, and I always looked up to um, to him and what he what his power of the mind as far as like making his body look the way he wanted it to because he didn't always look like that. And really, <clears throat> I didn't know he that. Was a, he, he was a like if you ever read the book. Um, Education of a Bodybuilder. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a book I have on my bookshelf, but it's um, basically it shows some pictures of him when he was like a scrawny little boy when he when he grew up in Austria, and uh, he was like kind of like a really thin guy. He was never really overweight, but he was uh, one of those like thin guys that couldn't lift, couldn't build muscle very well. Wow. And. Um, do you mind if we switch gears for just a moment? I'm sorry to do this, but we already have a caller coming through. 
We usually don't get them so soon. Do you mind if we switch gears for just a moment, Will? <laughs> they, oh, they sure. look like they've tried to call in a couple of times. I don't want to lose them again. Okay, we'll just switch gears. Uh, hello, caller from area code 254. You are on the air. Did you have a question for Will tonight? Hello, caller. I'm sorry, I cannot hear you. Can you speak up louder? I think she was just um oh, I'm just well, listening I'll... in, but if I have a question later, I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> okay, perfect. Just just let me know. All right, I'll click to okay. and keep listening. Thanks for being a part of the show tonight. Okay, I'm sorry, Will. Go ahead. I just didn't want to miss any opportunities for people asking questions. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, again, back to Arnold okay. Schwarzenegger in the book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, I... Basically, um, had this um, kind of obsession with uh, his results in his book and different um, his movies, and just kind of watching him. And I always like kind of kept that in my mind and focused on that sort of thing instead of like the kind of people around me that were stuck in that cycle. And I knew that it was possible because I saw that he did that. And um, so um, I guess taking it into, like, kind of how I got to the turning point for me is that um, I remember my my dad goes through these, like, periods where he wants to lose weight, and so he focuses on that for a while, and then he kind of, like, gets off the bandwagon. And there was one time where we we weighed, and... um, I got up there and I was almost 300 pounds. And I was like, whoa. And I really needed to do something. So um, it was it was one of those points where it, I got a lot of, like, pain. And it got it became really real to me. What, what you were only happening. 17, right? You were only age 17, was 17 at that time? I, wow, that's I was 17, and I was almost 300 pounds. Wow. And um, my dad had one of those old, like, uh, medical scales, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, those are the ones with the little weights, which are really accurate. And, um, yeah, so I saw that I was 300 pounds, and I was like, whoa, I need to do something. And um, so I was already pretty motivated to do it after that. I was like, oh, man, i got to do something. And... Um, I also made a bet with my my dad, and I made a bet with me because he knew money was pretty important to me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm I'm a I'm a saver, so money has always been kind of important to me. Um, as and so we, I I was this kid growing up in the country, and I liked to target shoot all the time. So, um, I was always used to using a twenty two rifle, and I was like, I want to like a handgun, and so. Uh, to shoot, like, different targets and different other things like that. And that was, like, something I really wanted. And I was already pretty motivated, but see, what I ha- what I added was, like, a reward at the end, basically, oh, because we made that yeah. bet. <laughs> yeah, we we made a, like, the competition of it was, like, I was competing with him for this <laughs> for this thing. And so it i'm i'm pretty competitive so it was competitive it had a reward i was already motivated i was already scared to death um so there was there was a lot of lot of things working in my favor and um that's that's those are things that i want to incorporate in my new um new program and as well as a lot of other things that i've learned and try to make it um make it into something that can actually like I don't. I, I'm. I'm hesitant to uh, release something too quickly, as far as like sure. a program or a coaching um, package than, and what it would uh, entail. Because I don't want to. I don't want to give my customers something that's like the typical like guru stuff that introduces a new diet or a new weight loss, like a new diet plan or a new workout program. That's like. Everybody knows what they should be doing. Everybody I talk to that has either a problem with their weight or has somebody in their family that has a problem with the weight, like everybody knows what they should be doing. It's not mm-hmm. about that. Um, it's pretty clear that everybody should be working out to some degree and eating eating a um, 
eating in a certain way to help themselves stay physically fit. It's the it's the mental portion of it. Right. And I, I'm hesitant to release anything to her. I'm sorry? I said it's awesome you're addressing that. No one really, you know, addresses the name. I think to me that's like the core of the problem. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the one that's the most overlooked, the most helpful. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if that has to do with... Um, the the industry uh wanting to um it's kind of like i see i see a couple different players in that it might be like the um people that like uh, people that try to overcomplicate it to try to, to try to sell something additional for you like you need some type of like complex like quick fix and some type of new pill form or like they don't want it to um they don't want you to like necessarily get to the bottom of it because it wouldn't be for their like profit structure right um or there's like the big uh companies that you know have like all the different processed food with processed sugar i mean every street corner like if you go on a diet for yourself like and I don't like to use the word diet to scare people because everybody has a diet. It's just mm-hmm. um, people have that word in their head where it's like, oh, I'm going to lose something. And really mm-hmm. it's not about – it doesn't have to be about losing losing anything in your diet. Um, it's it's just about – it's kind of – I mean, mine was always about measuring. and um, But on every street corner there's like – there's very few options for something that's, like, healthy. Fast food is, I mean, everything on every street corner convenience store, almost, like, 99% of everything is extremely, like, not uh, conducive to weight loss, not conducive to being physically fit. And, uh, yes, some people have high metabolisms, but not everybody does. And you can actually increase your metabolism. (laughs) Uh-huh. You you can actually increase your metabolism because I had a very slow metabolism when I was overweight. But you can actually, I believe, you can permanently change your uh, metabolic rate. Like I don't think it's something that just happens. Like okay, I worked out a lot and exercised a lot, and like my metabolic rate's really high right now. Um, I actually like permanently changed my metabolic rate because I know because for like several years I didn't even work out regularly. Wow. And I, I, I didn't necessarily, I didn't ever count my calories since, uh, for since seven years ago. Just since I've started this uh, new diet have I started counting my calories and my protein intake again. I, I didn't. I didn't uh, measure it at all for like seven years. I didn't, I mean, I worked out regularly some of that time. I didn't work out regularly other times. But it just wasn't consistent yet. I varied only 10 pounds. And it was like, what am I, what did I do to to do that? And I was kind of an unconscious competent, you know. I'm somebody Mm -hmm. who's done it. Like, you, you see that a lot with, like, um, people that earn a lot of money. Sometimes they don't even know why they earned a lot of money. They don't know exactly what they did, especially mentally, because it all starts mentally. It's like, what did I do mentally? And I've studied a lot of um, different programs and different things like that to, like, kind of go within myself and also, like, see what is out there as far as, like, what I did. And there's a few things that I did that I didn't even know about. Um, as far as, like, motivating myself and getting myself to that point where I really, I would rather lose weight than not lose weight. And I think that that, if if there's that point in your mind where you're like, well, I'll be okay if I don't lose weight, then you're not going to lose weight. (laughs) It's not a a firm decision. (laughs) And and just to recap, Will, you you basically went from, 290 pounds at age 17, and you had a goal of losing losing it to weight goal in one year, but it only took you eight months, and you and you yes. got down to 180 pounds, and you one, maintained 180. I weigh right? yes. This last week I weighed I was 187. So you maintained um, within the 10 pound range for the past seven years since then. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. 
And um, I was I think I got down to 178 maybe was that last lowest number that I was at. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't ever achieve being ripped and uh, or anything like that, but I definitely got down to like a normal healthy weight. Um, yeah. I I am going more for like muscle mass and um, cutting some additional fat to get kind of in a lower percentage body fat this year. Um, and building muscle is a new thing that I've learned and been learning about because it was all about losing fat whenever I was losing weight because I wasn't I was interested in just getting fat down, not necessarily like being like super bulked. So. Right. Um, that makes so that's sense. something that's a diff, that's a different skill, really, and it's one mm-hmm. that I've had to learn. Of. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, you have different goals, like like you're saying, like initially, you know, lose the fat, but now now you can focus more on like building muscle. Um, you know, for me, I I was always normal weight until basically until I had a hysterectomy and I gained a lot of weight, and then a few years later, my parents mm-hmm. both my parents died the same year, and I gained more weight. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know I'm I'm facing the reality. Yep, I was depressed. I was eat, you know probably binge eating. You know what are they called? Mentally eating is that what they call it? Uh, emotional eating. And then mm-hmm. this year, or actually starting last year, I was like, you know what? I was kind of like you. It got to the point where I was like, okay, I've got to do something about this. I can't afford to keep gaining weight. I've got to start losing. And so I signed up with the gym. And then I finally, finally, I didn't want to do it, but I finally asked the doctor, can you do a bone density test? I have not had one since before the hysterectomy. And thank goodness I did. I found out I have like um, osteopenia. And it's basically right before osteoporosis. And so now I'm trying to also learn while losing weight to build bone for me, <laughs> you know, so, so oh, I don't wow. break my bone. Yeah. So I think that's interesting that we all have different goals, not just lose weight, but like for you also build muscle mass or for me build bone, you know, build right. bone strength. Yeah. And some things are more of a must for some people. Like I don't necessarily, like if I had that, if I had that, um, that issue, then it would become more of a must for me to um, to do that, and uh, because that's like you, you're you're aware now, you're like hyper aware of what your situation is as far as your bones go, and that's like that's a really important place to be because if you're if you're really aware, like if it's right in front of you, like when I weighed that one time, mm-hmm. where I was almost 300 pounds, it's like right in front of you, and you can like that's. That's a tipping point. It can be a tipping point. Some people choose to just kind of brush under the rug, but that's a that's a really um, it can be the, the next step in your life when you when you get to a tipping point like that. People people usually need to be sufficiently scared before they do something. And it doesn't have to be that way. Um, you can actually like um, I believe there's probably a uh, I believe there is a way to to basically do it before you get to that point. Uh, but you have to make a decision and you have to really want to do this. And then I believe as soon as you decide you want to do this and you made a decision, I I know that there, I've I've seen the materials and I've you and I've used different um, uh, different approaches myself. And I know that as long as you really want it. And you're able to um, the, the processes are out there. That's awesome. And I had a couple. Oh, go ahead. I'll wait. <laughs> oh, if you had a question, go ahead. I, I oh, do. I, I, have one, I, have, I have one. I have. I have. I have one thing ahead. to say. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, okay. I was just going to mention one thing that um, that something that Tony Robbins has said before, and um, as far as weight loss goes, it really goes hand in hand with what we're talking about, he said you if you think you should lose like in in this scenario, if you think you should lose weight, you're not going to. If you must lose weight, if it's a must for you, then you'll get it. You don't get your shoulds. That really I think that really applies to this. Definitely. Definitely. Well I was just wondering a couple of things. Um let me see here. The, the first one is, uh, just like Chrissy, like, how would you say it affected relationships, like, before and after your weight loss? You know, not just with, well, of course, family and friends, but also just, you know, day-to-day 
you know, living, you know, when you go to work or school, you know, when you see people, you know, interact, how would you say all of that affected your before and after weight loss? Well, I would say that um, even in high school, I was bullied. I was bullied by, um, I mean, almost everybody that's overweight in in school gets bullied to some degree. Um, And I had really bad problems with that. And um, I had a girlfriend in high school, but it wasn't really a girlfriend. It was kind of this weird, like, sort of like girlfriend and boyfriend when we're at school kind of thing, but we never saw each other. Um, I had a real problem talking to women. Um, I didn't, I mean, basically my dad was like the only person I really like had a connection with really. Mm -hmm. And, um, I would say what it's done now, the first thing was with the bullies. Bullies wanted to be my friend after I lost my weight. (laughs) Wow. They turned around. uh, (laughs) Yeah, they're like, oh, I want to be, like, they wanted to be my best bud. Like, they wanted to, like, hang Mm. out and stuff. I'm like, I don't think so, dude. I I remember what happened. (laughs) Exactly. You saw their true colors. Wow. Yeah. So they're very, like, um, they're very mutable or changeable people who, like, um, from what I've noticed, uh, they do things to get, like, that external feedback from other people, that's, like, why they're bullying. They're, like, bullying oh, to get, like, some yeah. sort of, like, reaction from somebody. So they, um, they're they very influenced by, like, the social, like, the external, like, other people, like, other people's feedback. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's the first bad. thing I noticed when I lost weight. And, um, like... Matt, like, this is just, like, a byproduct of it is just, like, this massive respect that you have uh, when somebody's able to make a change like that. Yeah. You kind of get, like, instant respect from people. And I think that's kind of what happened with the boys, too. And, um, you know, people that are overweight, um, some people, it's, it's kind of like when somebody gets, you know, strikes at rich or not strikes at rich, works, you know, puts a lot of time into being wealthy and then they become wealthy and people have either two choices. They get extremely jealous of them and start to like hate them or they're like, whoa, everything's possible now. Look at that. Look at that dude, how like wealthy he got. And some people, I noticed that kind of fork in the road there where people were saying like, whoa, dude, like it's all, it's all possible because you did it. And um, I've noticed that I've inspired a lot of people and there's a couple people that like kind of check out mentally whenever mm-hmm. they they hear about me. Like they, they know that they're overweight and they like deep down they want to change it, but they think that, you know, if if I did it, then it must, ha- it must somehow take away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they, there's been some like, I rarely get this actually. Because I don't think it's as emotionally um, tied like money is. People have really mm-hmm. close ties emotionally. And uh, I don't think it's necessarily as offensive. Um, so I don't normally have that, that big of uh, negative feedback from people, but I've had it before. Hey. I've, I've After I lost my weight, I had my first serious relationship. And, of course, not all relationships work out. But... Um, I was able to have my first relationship, which was a big learning experience. And <laughs> and um, so I've I um, I've had several serious relationships, and I'm in one now. And yeah, just, and I know you're in love. I love I love your post. By the way, I'm going to kill on a personal note. I haven't even met this girl, but I love the post with you two and the pictures on Facebook. Like I just can tell how happy you are with her. <laughs> it makes me happy sure. to see how happy you are. Mm, thank you. I mean, it, it, uh, it really, it really um, makes me feel really grateful to be in this spot as far as a relationship goes. Aww. And um, it's, like I said, as far as my relationship goes and my ability to connect, 
it really improved like greatly from my weight loss because mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that people didn't want to connect with me because I was fat. I don't think that's what it was. I think that's because I have like I think much more of myself. I had to think much more of myself to lose my weight permanently. Yeah. And <clears throat> that I think more of myself, other people see that and they're more drawn to it. That's awesome. And I think that's, 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 that's Yeah, how, people can how, people can see that. How did the, on the on the other side, how did how would you say though the relationship with your family was affected since you know you mentioned earlier your dad and a majority of your family have been overweight. Did it encourage, inspire many of them to lose weight too or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, how would you say it affected them? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, my dad was impressed, very impressed, because he, ha- he still hasn't been able to do it. Um, I think he's on a diet right now even. Um, but he wasn't able to do it himself. I, it seems like I got a little bit of, like, a jealousy or a little bit of, which, I mean, it's normal, but... And sure. I got a little bit of um, kind of like insecurity about it, and that's that's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think when people feel insecure about stuff, it's like it's really a time for them to be like, oh, you know, I need to make a change. That's what their brain is telling them, I believe. They're, they're yeah. just interpreting it as like kind of a negative signal, like a negative interpretation of oh, I need to change. A negative interpretation where where it's like that person is um, bothering me because they're, like, kind of bringing up parts of myself that I didn't want to necessarily see and didn't necessarily want to look at because I'm going to have to, like, here's the point where I'm either going to change or I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. So um, as far as how did it affect my family besides my dad, um, I mean, he was impressed, a little bit of jealousy as far as my other my other um, people in my family, I don't, I'm not super close with them, but I would say it, it was inspiring to them. But I don't know that even any of them ever asked me how I did it. Mm. And gotcha. they, they kind of didn't necessarily weren't like super inquisitive about the weight loss itself. Hmm. Interesting. I think that is common, though. I mean, with family and friends especially, I think you're right. That's human nature. I used to be guilty of that. I'll I'll be honest. You know, when I was younger, gosh, even college years, I would be, you know, jealous, even though I, well, really after college, but, you know, when I started gaining weight after hysterectomy, I hang out with a lot of my old college friends. And when some of them, my girlfriends especially started losing weight, I was just, like, so jealous. But I wouldn't ask, how would you do it? How would you do it? Until more recently when I was like, you know what, Shelly, you've got to focus on yourself and get better, and it's not, there's nothing wrong with asking them how they did it because maybe someone else can help me, you know, with something they did and, you know, or give you that, even just that little encouragement along the way. It took me a long time to change that attitude, honestly. <laughs> so I think you're right. I think that's human nature. And you never know. You're, you know, one of your family members may even later down the road still come to you and ask, you know. you know, At the very least, at least you know that even if, there's that normal uh, initial reaction of jealousy. Down, you probably did inspire them to face that, yeah. you know, hard reality. So that's a good right. thing, I think. Did you did you have any um, kind of switching gears here? But you know, when you were losing that weight, especially initially, uh, and as well as maintaining for the seven years, did you have any? I don't know any kind of like some kind of daily motivation, something you you did every single day, whether it was look at yourself in the mirror and say affirmation or, you know, was there something that helped you along the way like that, some repet- repetition? Um, I didn't do um, a lot of affirmations at that point in my life. Um, I'm trying to think of something that I did every single day besides um, the things I needed to do for my diet. Mm-hmm. I, um, well, I would say that I listened to, I don't think, I think that might have been the time where I started to stop watching the news. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the things that I, I, I haven't necessarily watched the news since then. 
I don't really pay attention to it. And I think that it's, uh, I think that whatever you can do consistently every day to uh, prime yourself, um, I do, I do a thing that's called incantations now. It's, it's, it's a full body, uh, physical, um, it's like a fully accesses your neurology. And it's like an affirmation on steroids, basically. And mm-hmm. um, I guess what what makes it so special is affirmations don't really really engage your um, your brain and your subconscious very well because it's it's just a word and there's no like kick behind it. So what I do is I get myself. This is something I do um, every day now. Um, it's something I wish I knew about then, but um, I would say something I did then was definitely no news, and I was listening to positive, like, self-development uh, material every day uh, when I was at the gym, or five days a week when I was in, at the gym. I... Um, yeah, definitely two things I did was do that and cut out the news. That's um, good. To get back to the in, to, be, to get back to the incantations, <clears throat> that's one thing I'm definitely going to put in my in my program. And something I'll mention now, exactly what I do, is um, it's good to start out for two minutes a day. So what I do when I get into my truck and go to work or go to like I did a, was at a seminar today. Um, I go in there, and for the first two minutes now, I do gratitudes just out loud. And before I start doing the gratitudes, I put, I I bring my posture up into a straight-up posture, Mm -hmm. and I breathe deeply, and I put a smile on my face for no reason at all. And Mm -hmm. I, the, the odd thing, the odd thing about when you do that, when you take on the physiology of someone who is happy, who is grateful, and then you start to say out loud with the emotion, how like why I'm grateful, like I'm I'm so grateful to be in a relationship with my girlfriend right now, and like you mm-hmm. can feel the emotion behind what I'm saying. I don't even have to necessarily yell, even though that might be the case sometimes when you're really intense on your goals. <clears throat> but that's that's something I do for a couple minutes, and then I do different phrases for um, the last eight minutes. And I do it, sometimes I go for 15, so I'm like, I've gone for 20 before. But yeah. uh, that's that's something um, that's something that I learned from, like, Tony Robbins' material. And that's something I've taken from that. And he used to do it for 45 minutes, sometimes two hours at a time. So that's that's what got him. <laughs> he attributes that to most of the reason why he became a millionaire in a year. So right. um, he was just constantly, like, it's all about your state of mind, really. And if you're able to constantly prime that every day, and when you go the other direction through different um, different frameworks and different tools you use, you can, ca- you can cause yourself to rewire. And if you're able to rewire it and you're able to keep your state in the right state, because it's really not about <clears throat> it's really not about the thing that you're doing. It's about putting yourself in the state that it takes to do that thing. Does that make sense? It does. Yes. So if you're <clears throat> if you're wanting to like go play baseball or hit a home run, then putting yourself in that state of absolute confidence in your ability to hit the ball it's going to it's going to bring you to that hitting the ball and hitting that home run more effectively than much more effectively than if you're just like giving yourself an affirmation where you're like i'm going to hit a home run and or <laughs> right. even or even worse i'm going to hit a home run you know what i mean <laughs> exactly you don't believe <laughs> so, right and and when you're doing the highly emotional Fully engaging and then putting it putting in like a NLP anchor at the end of it with your arm, you're like you know yes 
at the end of it and you're you're making a fist and you're putting it out in front of you and you do it the same way every time when you're doing these you know, intense things like when you're talking about your goals or when you're um talking about your gratitudes and you're talking about all those things, you've engaged your whole body. Because like if you think about the times where especially the really negative or the really positive parts in your life, they were like you remember them because they were highly emotional. You don't necessarily remember something that's like kind of neutral or didn't have much necessarily emotional impact, like the the, the death of a family member, in, especially in in almost everybody's cases, and yours too, Shell. And it's it's like the yeah. things that we remember is those emotional things and we can actually prime ourselves with like a positive emotion it doesn't have to be an impact of the society of putting a negative emotion in you exactly yeah part of the reason i turned mine around i was like my husband bless his heart you know he's like face the reality show remember why you're you know great my parents you know Long story short, they both had serious health issues. They they initially, or, or you know, were the cause and effect why they their actual cause of death was because they got staph infection while they were each in the hospital being treated for these serious health conditions. So technically, staph infection got in their bloodstreams. My dad died the next morning. My mom died three days later, six months apart. They died in 2008. But in the long run, like my husband said, he said, "Well, think of it this way, Shelley." He's like, "Remember." why they got to that point, because they had health issues, because they weren't taking care of themselves, what would your parents want? Would they want you to do the same, or would they want you to learn from them and take care of yourself? You know, it was like a hard reality, but I needed to hear that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you're right. You know, my, you know, and, then I, and so it kind of I turned around as a motivating thing, like, okay, it sucks my parents died, but to honor their memory, I'm going to live healthy as can be, you know, and try to get better and better each day. It's, it's a learning process, as you know, but um, I'm gradually getting better, you know, and I'm not I'm not losing, like, weight fast or anything, but, it, you know, even my doctor says, well, you're doing good. It's the first time since, gosh, 2003 that I started finally losing weight and continued losing weight. I'm not going back up and down. I'm gradually, if it's even one pound a week, I'm losing weight. Like, I like going to the doctor appointments because I'm like, I can't wait to see how much more I lost. <laughs> it's It's such a different aspect but a wonderful way to live life <laughs> yeah so you're seeing you're already seeing the and like and that's that's one thing that i'm i i i when i tell people that i lost 110 pounds eight months it's it gives me wonderful credibility and that's that's good but you don't have to lose it that fast and it's i mean the fact that i kept it off is really great especially after eight months of losing it it's really great, but, you know, like you're saying, one pound a week, that's, that is like chipping away at um, at something large, but we don't tend to see like the little chippings away. But one of these days, you're going to look back and you're like, oh, I've lost 50 pounds, I've lost 75 pounds. And you're, like, you're going to be like, whoa, it doesn't seem, it's going to sneak up on you. And yeah. <clears throat> but you you put it you see you're seeing like the little rewards every week, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much the way life is. It's not it doesn't always you don't see um, you don't see Bill Gates and we never we never saw Bill Gates um, get those little successes. You didn't hear about him until Microsoft went huge, and right. all of a sudden everybody thinks he became a millionaire inst- or billionaire instantly, and so. <laughs> <clears throat> you didn't see the hard work he had to put in. And mm-hmm. so nobody like whenever you're whenever you um whenever you lose all your weight, you're gonna be like people are gonna say, Well, you know, all these different things and like all of a sudden it happened and you're gonna be like, No, it didn't all of a sudden happen. <laughs> <laughs> the success is not an accident. It's not an accident. I had to I had to do something to do this and um <laughs> It's That's funny. It's the the tracking of things, the like noticing that you're losing one pound a week. That's really motivating. Mhm. It is just to see, you know, like my chart, just to see, even if it's only one pound. Sometimes it's three pounds. Usually it's one, two pounds, you know, a week. But just to see the chart, you know, like my chart each week, just see it, you know, going down and not up. You know, it's just very encouraging. <laughs> I love that. That's actually a very healthy. That's a very healthy. Um, Healthy as in, like, 
it's a lot of weight, and it's also not like extremely unhealthy amount of weight to lose. Like one to two pounds is a really good like spot to be at. Oh, good. That's good to know. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm sure I'm like a lot of people, like part of me thinks, oh, okay, that's awesome, I'm losing weight. But then that other part of me is like, you know, you know, like anyone, you get impatient and you're like, man, I wish I could, I wish I could lose more. But, and I, and I, oh, and that, that reminds me, I wanted to go kind of into this too, if you don't mind, um, my feedback as well as a couple other, uh, a couple of my girlfriends are giving you feedback on Facebook the other day. We were asking about, uh, I noticed in your blog, you asked a question about like, what's one thing that helped you with weight loss and what's one thing that did not. And I know for me, my personal challenge was like, okay, I'm losing weight. And all of a sudden I reached this plateau and I was like, what's going on? I don't understand. And I went to the doctor. I was really frustrated. And he's like, well, what workouts are you doing? You know, what, you know, what's your daily regimen? What are you eating? What's your day? And so I was like, well, I was doing like this, you know, like uh, I have to go to gym classes. And that's my favorite thing. Like everybody has something different. Well, like my husband likes the, uh, we have home workout stuff here, like uh, weight set. But for me, my favorite thing is to go be with people <laughs> and go to a different gym class. And so, like, I love yoga and water aerobics and, you know, just different things, Zumba. So for a while I was doing maybe like every other day of switching it up, and then for whatever reason I decided I really like yoga. I want to get better at it and learn how to stand like a tree or whatever. So I decided to to do like say yoga twice a day and maybe water aerobics only once a week. And the doctor's like, "That's the problem." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Your body is getting too used to the same workout. You're almost doing almost only yoga all week and not changing it up like you used to." So now I have to go back to changing, you know, every other day, you know, something different, yoga one day, Zumba one day, water aerobics one day, you know, whatever. And I was just like, I had no idea that would be such a huge cause and effect on my body like that. I didn't know your body could get used to something and not lose weight. (laughs) Yes, that's a huge thing as far as weight loss goes. And um, I hit a similar thing when I hit 190 pounds and I was going to 180. And like 190, 195 my body just decided it didn't want to do anything anymore. And you can either do two things. You can raise the intensity. Like you can, uh, I don't know if you necessarily do weight, so this is probably not not necessarily a good example, but when you you lift weights, like say you do bench press in a certain way every week and you lift the same amount of weight and you do the same amount of sets and the same amount of reps every single week, and you do the same exercise, and you do all of your exercises as far as weightlifting goes for your entire body the same way for just weeks after weeks after weeks, you're going to hit this point where it's like the plateau. Like for weightlifting, it, um, for um, for building muscle, and it can be fat too because, you know, lifting weights is really good for losing weight, for losing fat. Um, mm-hmm. you, there's a this like point where the body is always trying to like <clears throat> find its equilibrium and mm. the equilibrium is so you I mean in the old in the old times it's you wanted to put on fat reserves. You didn't necessarily mm. want to don't necessarily we weren't necessarily as abundant back then. We didn't have grocery stores. And uh, on every corner. So <laughs> It it wants to constantly, like, figure out what you're doing. It wants to figure out your patterns and bring you to a weight where you are at an equilibrium or where you're, like, balanced. So that would mean yeah. not losing weight, basically. <laughs> so you have, to, you have to trick your body to some degree, and that could be lifting more weight. Uh, if you lift weights, could mean um, more... Um, Heavier weight, lower reps, uh-huh. intensity, increasing the intensity, and really it could just be it should, it could just be different things for you. Yeah, like, but no, I'm glad you use the weight example because, like, my husband, like, that's a great example. There, we all work out differently, and like I've seen, you know, we have a weight set for him, we have an elliptical for me, and that's, you know, I need to ask him, are you changing? Are you increasing your weights every so often? Because I don't want the same thing to happen to him. You know, I don't want him to have to go through the same struggle like me with a plateau. So that's that's extremely good example. Mm-hmm. A good a good thing for weights is try to li- try to lift the um, the um, like increase maybe like five pounds on the exercise, and sometimes mm-hmm. you can get the barbell where it's like two and a half pounds, so you can put it on one on each side. That'd be five pounds. You increased it 
every two weeks or maybe every week five pounds on your mm. thing and you're getting this constant um you actually have a struggle in your muscles so yeah. it increases the generally you can't um lose weight lose well that's kind of a misnomer losing weight can mean losing muscle or fat or both you kind of right. want to prevent yourself from losing muscle and muscle. Way, the way you would do that would be eating enough protein and um, sufficiently straining your muscles. And I think the best way would be weightlifting. Swimming's pretty good, though. I love swimming. Um, I do a, a, a water aerobics and swimming all the like. I love to swim laps. And, you know, even for me, like, even when I'm in, um, like, Zumba class is a great example. Sometimes I have us hold, like, two or three little, you know, the little handheld weights. So even that's something I could change up for me, you know. But yeah, I know uh, swimming's. Really, I've always heard swimming's really good for muscles, which which for me, well, even they told me I just started physical therapy, and they said for me even that's a good cause and effect. Help my muscles, helps my bones, you know, my bone loss issue. It's amazing how the body works together. <laughs> it does it's a lot smarter than we give it credit for? Yeah, um, definitely. Doing something different would be really, like, maybe what you could do is, how many days did you say you do you do yoga versus swimming? Oh, uh, well, what I have, I usually go to the gym at least Monday through Friday and sometimes Saturday, and then I have, like, at home, and I walk at home to, like, like take walks in the neighborhood. On a, we have a walking trail, and also ride a bike when I'm home. But anyway, but at the gym, what I, I was so embarrassed to tell you this, what I was doing was instead of, like, going every other day, like, initially where I was, like, Water aerobics one day, Zumba one day, you know, yoga one day. I started going to yoga like three or four times in a row. And sometimes I would go, you know, like say I would do yoga Monday through Thursday, but I would also do maybe like water aerobics on Wednesday and Zumba, you know, on Friday. But I was doing way too much yoga. (laughs) And I didn't know you could do too much yoga, honestly. I didn't know you could do too much of the same until this happened recently. (laughs) Like, oh, no, I reached a plateau. And I even, even honestly, I even got an injury from it, from doing too much yoga. Uh, they said it's common for yogis. They, uh, it's called sacroiliitis. My birth mom just got over having it. Um, basically, where my hip and my back joint on the, like my left side got messed up. <laughs> hmm. I'm not super um, knowledgeable about yoga. I've done some. I've done hot yoga. I've yeah. done some like like P90X type yoga before. Um, mm-hmm. But I would say too much of one exercise or one like type of weightlifting or, I mean, resistance training, I think is something that uh, would be great for you to get into. And I know that's... Oh, never done sort of, that. I mean, it's pro- probably... Um, I don't know if yoga necessarily would be considered resistance training. I'm not highly knowledgeable on yoga, but... Um, sure. Weightlifting is a form of resistance training. Bands are a form of resistance training. Um, anything like uh, CrossFit, weightlifting bands, anything like that. Just it's. I think there's some classes where you well, can do maybe bands together. Mhm. Yeah, that sounds. I've done that a couple of times, but I haven't done a lot of the a lot of the other high or you know resistance training. But I've done the bands like. I think once or twice, and I liked it. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think part of it is something I mentally I can work around. It was part of the other reason why I chose the classes I did was because I like to go early morning schedule. I'm like, oh, these are the classes in the morning, but there's all kinds of gym classes I can do. You know, I go to Keller Rec Center, and they have stuff throughout the day and night. And uh, oh, and and on that note, because I go to Keller Rec Center, I want to share with everyone and you a challenge I recently had that normally I would have just said, oh, okay, cool, no problem. Well, they were under um, renovation over the holidays, and I was going stir-crazy. And if that had been me in the past, I would have been like, yeah, sure, no problem. I have an excuse not to work out. So it may motivate me to work out while at home. So I was really, really mm-hmm. proud of myself to go to the doctor and see I still lost weight with all that turkey, <laughs> all the holiday food, and with my gym not even being open for a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, my gosh, thank you, Lord, I did it, you know, self-determined. <laughs> and normally I would have been like, oh, what a great excuse not to work out for a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? Especially holidays and you want to eat all you want <laughs> and relax and take naps. But I 
that was a ooh, that was challenging, but I did it. <laughs> I found that's, the motivation. I think that's how you know. You, I think that's how you know you made some real change is because that, like you were saying, like if you go like, oh, the gym shut down and that's like weight off my back, you know, that sort of like <laughs> attitude. Really, it's kind of like reflective of how much of a commitment you've made. Because um, if you're like you did, you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you were like stir crazy. You're like, I can't wait to get out there and uh, work out. So I'm going to do it. So I'm going to do it at home. So that's <laughs> yeah. that just kind of goes to show you. And then, and then on top of that, the day that the gym reopened, uh, I get in my car to to go over there, and <laughs> and I have a flat, and I'm like, no, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, I'll just keep doing my workouts, and then you know, eventually I got back. But I was just like, it was just you know, what they call them, roadblocks, one roadblock after another. I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, I'm so happy to be back now. <laughs> it made me appreciate that much more, all the gym classes and everything. You're right. Normally I would have been like, oh, okay, I'll just sleep in today. I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah, no excuses. I think that's, that's um, I always say that that's, um, when I'm in when I'm in the right state, excuse me, not all the time, <laughs> but when I'm in when I'm in the appropriate state, I I see that that's like it's the universe, God, it's it's putting mm-hmm. roadblocks in your way to see how committed you really are. That's what I felt like. I told my birth mom I'm being tested, right? <laughs> I mean, when you set a goal, there's always going to be opposition. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot of roadblocks. Especially with the and new even, year <laughs> and resolutions, I was like, I was already losing weight last year, and then I, and then I felt more determined. You know, like you know, we make up our New Year's resolutions. It's January, and I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna lose even more weight. I'm gonna reach that goal, which I still feel like I'm gonna. I feel like this is the year I'm gonna finally reach my weight goal. And I already have. I came up with my own reward incentive, which, by the way, you're invited to, and your girlfriend too. I'm gonna have a whole weekend to celebrate with family and friends. I want to have yoga and Zuma classes in my backyard, and then I want to go somewhere and we all have a dance party, and all the food is, like, nutritious and delicious. So the whole time mm-hmm. we're moving, either yoga, Zumba, or dancing, every everything we do is active, you know, to get people healthy and celebrate with me. What do you think? That's a that's pretty impressive reward. That's really, like, <laughs> chances, too. I go over the top, I uh, guess. <laughs> Well, that's okay. <laughs> um, I think I, I can see I can see your like your desire to like connect with other people. It's like it's I can see that in your like when you take Zumba classes or like, I don't well you didn't necessarily say you took Zumba, but you take yoga classes and you yeah do Zumba swimming too. classes uh-huh. like that. Like, that it's was, really that was rewarding. Part of my challenge. I had to work out by myself here when I couldn't go to the gym. And it was like, okay, I got to work out by myself, but I did it. I just, well, as long as I have an iPod and music, I can do it. But you're right, I I feel more motivation when I'm around other people. And part of it, I'll be honest with you, part of the reason why I feel so motivated is not just because I'm with other people. It's because the early morning classes has a lot of older people, like like 70s, 80s, and I love working out with them because I'm like, dang, you know, I'm 41, and this woman over here is like 75 and if she can do it so can I <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah oh, that's part of the reason I like the classes <laughs> that's awesome I, I think that's yeah. a really awesome idea an awesome reward and it's it's kind of it's the reward should be very fitting to the person if you're very much a person that likes you know like wants a big social interaction over the top you know there's absolutely nothing wrong with that <laughs> And it's like that's what it should be. Yeah, definitely. That's your personality. I'm sorry. You're right. But personality. No, I think you're right. That's a good point. Like the reward should fit your own personality, like what you like to do or whatever makes you happy, you know? (laughs) That's something I love. Celebrate with everybody. That is awesome. And yeah. you have as many people as you want, and like you said, you, you pretty much arrange it all. Where it's like healthy food and moving around, and like all sorts of you stuff. Have a big backyard. Like, yeah, <laughs> you, you play we, we fitness and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I think I think I would hope and think that it would prevent 
the jello, you know, I know it's normal reaction, but maybe in a sense I'm hoping to when it wouldn't have people as react as much as jealousy other than, you know, let's get together and celebrate life and, and at the same time hopefully encourage other people to to work out. You know, something my husband and I do is like a lot of times uh, instead of going to the movies, we'll purposely choose in a uh, weekend activities that will keep us moving. Like we love going to Six Flags or the mall and walk or, you know, like to the two of us, another reward like he and I want to do when we both get our weight goals that, uh, I forget what they call that, indoor flying. It's almost like you're skydiving, but you're indoor skydiving. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. We both always wanted to do. So that's something like we want to do together to celebrate, you know, later on. <laughs> so, yeah, I think you're right. It's different, you know, different situations, different people, different styles. But we've, we've only got a few minutes left because I know you, you know, I'm more than an hour tonight. And I wanted to, um, I definitely just want to touch base on uh, what the other two ladies had mentioned. If you wanted to make any note and add anything else tonight, Will, um, the first one was Aaron had mentioned when you had asked about what, um, you know, the question of the day, what uh, is one thing that helped you and another thing that hurt you trying to lose weight. She said, teaching PE helped me lose ultimately about 40 pounds by being challenged not to drink sweets, et cetera, and by walking every day after school. Nothing else has worked. Can you recommend anything else that would help? Well, from, like, understanding what she, what she, what the uh, things that helped her there, like, she had a new theme, like, teaching PE, that was something new she went into, and it required her, like, she wanted to teach PE, so she had to do certain, like, uh, certain things were brought to her attention when she was doing PE, so I would assume mm-hmm. that um, um, also being like kind of held, <laughs> held, mm-hmm. held to something, like kind of when you're taking a college course or like a high school course, like you're you're held to the thing, like you need to be here at this time, mm-hmm. and so-and-so. I think maybe some sort of... Um, scheduled thing for her. Um, I would also, let me try to think about sweets and other things that she stayed away from. And I don't know if she still has those results that she got from when she lost weight at PE or not. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I assume so, but I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, because like, is she still? But that does that makes sense too. It does sound like she needs like something like that again, like teaching PE, something to motivate her, keep her in check, like a schedule, routine, and and living it's by really, example for the students. Yeah, I would. One thing I would say to help her kind of analyze why something worked, it's like, why did you? why did you go ahead and, like, cut out the sweets? And why did you, like, if if it was just required to walk that amount of um, mileage, it's like, why did you want to become a PE teacher, okay, to, like, teach kids, to help kids learn, to, um, to have that social interaction maybe, to be able to, like, uh, connect with little kids and like make make uh, during those impressionable periods where they can learn a lot and it could be uh, a case of like volunteering somewhere where she can actually make that sort of impact on kids through um, through exercise again. It's um, it's kind of seeing why we do things. Is it is it we do we love the social interaction so much that we'll go and we'll work out with other people. Or is mm-hmm. it um, is it other motives like um, you want to be like you want to work out in front of a bunch of women or you know like for men like with right. like a shirt like a muscle shirt on and being like very um, making you feel very important and making right. you feel very significant and um, that sort of thing. You know, for men, significance is really important. So for women, connecting is really important, hypothetically, you know, in general terms. Right, right. 
Well, I, I don't I don't know if the the computer system on the switchboard might cut us off in a minute, so I definitely want to give you a chance to uh, a, a couple of things. Just wanted to mention that Julie had shared she walked to and from work every day. She felt great, and the weight dropped. So we can acknowledge that uh, later on. But basically, she just said that worked for her. But I definitely want to give you an opportunity. Will uh, any last minute thoughts? And definitely uh, give a shout out. With, uh, mention with your website, you know, contact information because I know a lot of people would could learn a lot from you and you know use your help. Well, the uh, to sign up for the blog, which is I'm developing my product right now and developing like my um, coaching packages and things like that, developing quality um, product right now. But it's to subscribe to the blog and to the website is signup.willcohen.com, and that's w-i-l-l-k-o-e-n.com. And so it shows a video on signup.wilcohen.com. And it's kind of a little brief story about kind of my story about um, how I started out on this journey. And um, I intend to post my blog every week and while I'm developing my product and uh, building my awareness and building my customer base for it. So I have when I have a real quality like I'm really satisfied with my program, and I'll be ready to release it. And, I can't wait. Um, my, and I'll be reposting your info, too. Go ahead for everybody on my websites as well. And I just wanted to mention as far as yours, maybe what you could do is you could um, flip the yoga and the swimming. That would be the simplest thing I can think of. So maybe you do yoga one day per week, and you do swimming the other three or four. Oh, because swimming would be really good for me in my situation. That's actually good advice. Well, you tend, well, you tend to do like a lot more yoga than you do swimming, right? Currently. Right, lately I had, uh huh. <laughs> but I do love okay. swimming. I really do. And we have an indoor pool now, you know, at, at the Keller Center. So I could, I really don't have an excuse. I can technically swim any day I want because there's an indoor and outdoor pool. <laughs> I mean, to um. To adjust for why you're why you are not losing weight, I would think I would increase the intensity of like what you're doing, as in like um, switch it up, uh, add some resistance training, maybe kind of get yourself in the uh, in the door on that as a as a good you know kind of see doing it for a little while and see if it's something that's really for you. And also, okay. I, will. I don't know what you're doing as far as a diet goes, but oh um, yeah, I love you, protein. Chicken and fish is like my favorite, and salad and sandwiches. Like I'm, I'm a big protein eater. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know if that's okay. good or bad for me though. But I love, that I is love good. protein. Okay, good. That is yeah. good. Especially I prefer chicken and fish over any other meat. Mm-hmm. Especially with resistance training, um, that's really good. good because if you're strengthening the muscle, if you're challenging the muscle and it doesn't have that protein to keep the the muscle strong and like built up then uh, you're actually going to, like, fatigue them even more, and you might even lose muscle if you just, like, overtrain them compared to, like, how much protein you have. Oh, that's that's good. I like protein. (laughs) um, I mean, if you were counting calories, I would tell you to reduce maybe 250 calories a day and um, to try to see if you can get an impact next week or, like, a larger impact. Um, okay. we're getting so we're kind of plateauing. So, what I generally like to say is um, to find out what your metabolic rate is right now, and that there's mm-hmm. there's a very simple way to kind of go online, go online and find the metabolic calculator, and um, see what your see what how many calories it takes to like maintain your body right now with like the amount of movement you normally get get mm-hmm. and. Um, Try to do a 20% caloric deficit on that, and that would be say your. It takes 2,500 calories to maintain your current weight. It would be um, 2,000 calories for what you'd be eating. Gotcha. And so okay. let's say you ate 2,000 calories for a little while and it didn't work. So what uh-huh. you would do is go down to about 1,800 or 1,750, and then you would look for results. You know, you would keep, you would uh, change up your workout routine and reduce the calories by a little bit, not like 
scarily. Like, don't go down to, like, 1,500. But no, go down, like, 100 to 250. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. I'll that would be my I, advice. I will look at that. But, so I need to look at metabolic count, uh, calculator to do the math, figure that out online. And then when I go to the gym tomorrow, they, they'll give me, you know, after the class schedule and ask which which are the high, um, what do you call it, training resistance classes. And, and resistance bands, and yeah. Choose at least one of those. Huh? Yes, resistant man, resistance bands. A resist, oh, yeah, we do have that. I'm sorry, yeah, resistance bands. I was saying training. But, yes, I know they I know they have a class like that. Because I, I know, I don't think I did the full class. I think in one of my other classes they had us do that a couple times. They had us use the resistance bands, like where they wrapped around your legs, like at the bottom, and then, like, you move, like, is that is that the same thing or is that different? That's uh, the same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Yeah. I, I remember. I remember how sore my legs were the next day after doing it. I was like, Oh my gosh, is this normal? And they're like, Yeah. So yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I I can imagine if I only did that for like ten minutes a couple of times and within I think it was Zumba class or something they had us do it at the end of the class. I can imagine if I did that for a full hour class that would definitely build muscle mass and help bone strength. Oh, my gosh. I'm just, oh, I'm just thinking about how sore I'm going to be. But it's all right. <laughs> it's so worth it. Don't <laughs> think of the end results, right? <laughs> Correct. Always always the end result. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I've, I'm so glad you're you're getting out there and sharing your story. And I know you're going to help so many more people. And you're helping me, I know, and, and so many others. And uh, and everyone that's listening, I will I will repost the link to this interview by tomorrow. Uh, it'll be on Blog Talk Radio website archived and it'll also be, uh, my talk show is also a podcast on iTunes. So, so those of you that like to listen to iTunes on your iPod like me, you can listen to podcasts that way. You can listen that way as well. And uh, last but not least, I will also repost Will's video and website on my social media websites as well. So no worries if any of y'all are just tuning in. There's plenty of time to, to check back and listen again what you've missed and uh, a very inspiring story so we'll keep keep doing what you're doing and i wish you the best of luck thank you very much Sean. i appreciate it having me on oh definitely my pleasure thank you have a good night you too boy i will